welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's Tricky and Katie, Katie Naked Lady. Hi. Stoutsy's back. He's, he's, he's back to his pooper. He's pooping. Whatever, fuck you, Stoutsy. We got JCD on the show today, kicking a classic with JCD from PWP Nation. He's on the show, talk about his new show, kicking a classic with JCD. And we also did some uh, NXT TakeOver 30 predictions. It's, I'm excited. It's good. Yeah, it's good. We just did. Uh, we just recorded it, so it's good. I don't even know what I'm going with. <laughs> I I'm too I tired. can't help you. It's been a long week. Yeah. Um. But anyway, let's not waste any time. Let's get in the songs of the week. You can check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week. And I updated it last week. I actually updated. Did you? It. Yeah. I did. Get the fucking dog out of here. Will you pay attention? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Even vacuum down here, too. God, okay, sorry. Jesus. It's just a clump of hair just came out of Wayne's mouth. Go, pulled a go rabbit, away. Go a away. rabbit go out of down. his mouth. Go lay down. <laughs> go lay down! They just don't move. No, they don't. They just stare, you, idiots. stare at you. They're 100-pound idiots. All right. You want to go first? Sure. Do you have six songs, though? I have five. Okay, good. Good job. Uh, my first song is Sugar by Robin Schultz and Friends... Francesco Yates? Francisco? Francesco. Cisco. I'm not sure. That's the song that's like a remix of like that. Um, that's why I like it. It's a remix of Sugar How You Get So Fly. Mm-hmm. That song, right? Yep. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, all right. Good job. Good job. It's a little better. We're getting a little better at this. I try. Not really. Uh, my first song this week is by Codaline uh, and their cover of Running the Standstill. I'm surprised that you like this, uh, that you like any U2 covers, really. I like them if they're good. I hate covers if they're bad. That's why I don't like covers. But this is uh, off of the New Roots Joshua Tree cover album by like a bunch of different bands. And what I like about this cover album is that they put their own spin on these songs. They make it sound like their own song. They don't sound, sound like U2 songs or wannabe U2 songs. Right. Just... They put their flavor like on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I like it. Definitely go check it out. Uh, my second song of the week is Lights Go Out by Fozzie. I realize that one hasn't made the list yet. That's a good song. It I like that song. song by Fozzie. That's the one that starts like... Dun, 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 yeah. Dun. yeah. Lights go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me want to drive fast. Okay. I don't know. Um, my uh, second song this week is called Why Are Sundays So Depressing by The Strokes. Well, that's um, sad. It's a good song. Seamus sent it to me the other day. I forgot The Strokes even had a new album out this year. Um, Strokes were... Do you know who The Strokes are? I know who The Strokes are. Are you sure? Yeah, I know. I'm sure I know their stuff. Yeah. You don't, you don't <laughs> know who they are. But uh, I forgot they had a new album out, and I was listening to it the other day, and it's pretty good it's only like nine songs i think on the album it's really short i kind of like shorter albums though sometimes if they get to like 16 17 18 songs i'm like oh it's too much unless you like the 1975 where like half of it's like just like instrumental i could go either way on those sometimes Mm -hmm. it depends on the mood okay fuck you my third song is run for cover by the killers run for cover that hasn't made it on the nope really i checked it's a good song it's a good song. Uh, maybe I picked a killer song this week too, so we'll find out. The same one? No. Uh, my third song this week is a song by Camp. Uh, it's really, really popular right now, but I've heard it for the first time like a couple weeks ago. The song's called "By and By." Um, 
Which one's that? Um. How much I'm waiting for you to Are you away life force? Think about it every day. All my mind ain't taking me away. Oh, yeah. I Took a second. That. I love that song. Just a folk song. They're a really good band. Uh, one of my buddies, Curdy, he was telling me about them a while ago because he's he's really into like folk music like that. Like and mo- I like mountain music. Yeah, I like folk music like this, and I need to go check out the rest of their stuff. But by and by, I love it. And apparently, on Alt Nation, that Sirius XM station, when they do their top eighteen countdown, by and by was number one on their like chart on their like top eighteen for like weeks. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think of uh, every time I go to like Colorado and shit, we always go see live music and it's always mountain music like that. It's my mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts of my trips to Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, are we on number four? Fourth song yep. is Body Chemistry by the Drums. Okay. Du, 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 du. You know what I'm talking about? No, and that was terrible. Body Chemistry. <sighs> You want me to add more to the songs, okay? That comes with my terrible singing. I'm surprised you didn't pick a Lonnie song. Fuck Lonnie. I don't know why you don't like them. Because they sound like... I'm trying to think. They sound like something that gets played on Y98. No, they don't. Yes, they do. I played the rest of their... Only Ed that Sheer- one... They sound like Ed Sheeran songs. And I have nothing against Ed Sheeran, but it's like that sad, like, mopey shit. With bad, with bad lyrics. How do you... Just corny as shit. Baby, now! That was Ed Sheeran. Wasn't, isn't that Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Ed Sheeran is better than Lanny. Lonnie. Lonnie. Whatever. Uh, my fourth song this week, old 90s song that I rediscovered today that I haven't heard in so long. I think it's in Big Daddy. I think it's what it's in. Like the instrumentals is anyways. The song is called Passing Me By by the Farricade. Um, here, play a little snippet. I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure that song's at the very beginning of Big Daddy, like when the credits are coming up. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I just rewatched uh, Mr. Deeds. I'm upstairs watching Mr. Deeds. I heard them singing the. Are you watching Mr. Deeds? I heard them singing the David Bowie song. Um, oh my God, Space Oddity. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah, you yelled up from the basement. Are you watching Mr. Deeds? Dump, bump, bump. All right, my. What's your fifth and final song? My fifth and final song. Yeah. Is this love by Maroon Five? This love has Off the taken best album ever. its toll on me. It's one of Jane's songs about Jane. That's not on the playlist. No, I checked. I checked all, right. all of these songs because right. you keep yelling at I'm me. I'm just surprised. Uh, but we say this all the time on the podcast, especially Jim and I. I think have actually said this before. That songs about Jane is one of the best albums ever made. And then all of a sudden, it's like, what happened? It's like that, and then like. I don't know. The 1975 maybe has made a great album. And then like probably like the Beatles and like, you know what I mean? Like album wise. You're talking about like greatest albums of all time. Yes. And that is one. And then the rest of the music is like, yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I really like their new song though. 
I you like and Jim, it. You and Jim were both like, if it wasn't Maroon 5, I'd love it. I'm like, that's a bullshit take. That means you like the song. I, I like the song okay. I just, I always think about songs about Jane, and I just mm. wish there was more of that. Mm-hmm. Shut up, because they're, they're more into Shut the poppy up. shit now. So it's Shut like, up. songs about Jane was like a Shut fluke. Up. Shut up. Shut up. Pinch. Shut up. Ew, gross. All right. And my fifth and final song is the song of the week, which you'll hear in its entirety at the end of today's episode. And it's by The Killers off their brand new album, Imploding the Mirage, which is out today when you're listening to this. It's out today. came out today. I can't wait to listen to it. Listen to a few songs off of their um, they had an interview in Alt Nation with Madison. Uh, they played like five new songs off the album that I haven't heard before. It's fantastic. Cannot wait to hear the whole album. But this song, uh, Dying Breed by The Killers, came out last week. It is just fucking great. Like, The Killers are back. Like, The Killers are fucking back, back. Like, this might be one of the best albums they've ever put out. So you've listened listened to the whole album? Not the whole album. Listen to, like, several songs on the album now. And I'm like, like if the the rest of the album sounds like all these songs that I've heard off of it already, it's just like, holy shit. Like. You got yourself some masterpiece killers. All right, all right. I don't know if it's going to top Hot Fuzz. It's still my favorite. Ah, take that back. Day and Age is my favorite killers album, the third album, with uh, Human on it. Are we human? Oh, yeah, that's a good Are one. Are we dancer? I always forget um, how much I like the killers until I like listen to them again. So, and we, I was listening to them today. This is the first album they didn't record in Las Vegas, um, and the song Caution that was put out mm-hmm. i'm throwing caution that song yeah uh they actually wrote the chorus to that song years ago like that's this has been a song they've been wanting to make for like a long 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 best. long time and they're like we just could never figure it out and they got Lindsay bunky Lindsay buckingham from fleetwood mac to help them finish that song really yeah they're like we just couldn't figure it out and then we got they got two new producers <clears throat> excuse me two new producers for this album and it was just like magic when it came together and Brandon Flowers like I cried when we finally finished it when we finally figured it out I cried I was like that's just shows you how much passion goes into like making songs like for some Mm -hmm. musicians and stuff Mm -hmm. and how badly they want a song to work out because of how much they love a certain chorus like Caution yeah so yeah but yeah Imploding the Mirage uh, out today definitely go check it out and Dying Breed is your song of the week by the Killers again you'll hear that in its entirety at the end of today's episode and those were your songs of the week make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week uh, before we get into JCD's interview real quick what's your thoughts on the Space Jam jersey on the new Toon Squad jersey I like it I, I like it too I like let's wait and see how it looks in the movie before right. we all get all judgy and People forget that this is for kids. This is a kids' movie. Like people, I think, completely forget that. There's cartoons, guys. Yeah, taking it too seriously. Taking yeah, this it. is Bugs Bunny. <coughs> this is I Bugs Bunny. Chip stuck in my throat. But yeah, it's like people when they take wrestling and uh, um, Star Wars like too seriously. Speaking of going back to last week's episode, we talked about uh, fans being crazy, and, yeah. like stop being crazy, and I say. During that segment, I say, stop finding out where people live. As creepy as that is, somebody apparently found out where Sonya Deville lives, and they tried to kidnap her this past weekend. So um, fucked up. So yeah, wrestling fans, again, let me reiterate, stop being fucking crazy. Stop it. Could like, put people's lives at stake. 
And the fact that, like, you found out that uh, she saw on a security camera, like, on her phone, like, on a Nest, that there was somebody breaking into the house. So her and another friend that was in the house ran to the garage, got in the car, and fled the scene and went to the police department. Luckily, they got out and saw it. Uh, flew to the police department. When the police got there, police arrived, and the person, the suspect, had, like, a knife, uh, zip, lock, uh, zip ties, mace and like other shit and he was intending to harm her and we come to find out that the person that she was with was mandy rose and people on twitter are like this is why kayfabe can't has can't have nice things right now because you fucking idiots right you psychopaths out there they hate each, i'm doing air quotes they hate each other on tv and they're having a hair versus hair match at SummerSlam, but they're obviously besties in right. real life um but just the fact, I'm just happy that those two are just okay. Like, they're safe and they're okay. Scary as fuck. Like, yeah, holy shit. they got shit. the technology. No doubt. Wrestling fans, stop being so fucking crazy. Like, stop being crazy. Drunk Baron Corbin said it the best. Why don't you get a fucking life, you fucking loser? Stop worrying about <laughs> Becky Lynch's pregnancy. Shut the fuck up and worry about yourself sometimes. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, our boys, Anthony Incredible Podcast. From the Anthony Incredible Network, it's their network. Motherfuckers, let's hear a quick word from them. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible Podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created. Aside from the Offended Podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia Royce wants you to believe in is real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. All right. Let's send it on over to our interview. Here is the interview with JCD from Kicking a Classic with JCD. We now welcome on. From PWP Nation, the host of Kicking a Classic with JCD, reoccurring guest, our favorite guest, not Katie's, but... My least favorite guest. Welcome back to the show, JCD. What's up? Who gives a shit what you think? <laughs> Who gives a <laughs> fuck what co- she thinks? I'm the fucking co-host, JCD. Se- se- settle down there, Yoko. Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get that joke. How do you know? Who's Yoko? Really? Yeah. Yoko Ono? John Lennon's wife. Oh, fuck her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Remember, I don't know things. You know? Yeah. I know. So- you don't know shit. <laughs> well. What's um, up? How we doing? We're doing good. Just like we just talked right before we won, before we started recording. Blues are one game away from elimination. You got the first round pick. Great hockey world right now. Whoop de doo. You're so excited for yeah. hockey to come back, and this is what happens. I know. <laughs> Fuck, it sucks. He's been hyped about Fuck. this for months since the NHL like said they were coming back. It's all he talks about. Let's go Blues, and then they poop on listen, you. You know. Yeah. Hey, listen. That happened to us in four. Man, going into '95, it was like, all right, we're gonna make that run. We're going to defend the cup. And it was like, yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> you get shit. <laughs> yeah. Only way. Like, oh. 
You get Colin Campbell as coach. <laughs> well, anyway, how have you been since we last talked? Since we last talked, uh, what was it? We talked about The Undertaker on the last time you were on. That's right. We did last right. I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, we're doing all right. You know, I'm, you know, you know, whatever. New York's doing okay. You know, you know, we survived the other shit going on. Now my biggest fight is with my son's school. Yeah, how's that going? You know, yeah. uh, it's, it's exhausting. Like, you know, I'm fighting with them over, like, it's not, I don't even care about what the teachers do because I already decided I'm keeping my kids home especially my three-year-old. How am I going to have him wear a mask all day or not put shit in his mouth or not want to go play with another kid? So I decided to put, keep my kids home. Uh, that's not my issue. My problem is the fucking thieves at the fucking school are like, oh, we need another, here's another seven-page shopping list of supplies. Hell fucking no. I gave you fucking boxes of fucking supplies last year that he barely used fucking half of it. Give me all my fucking shit back, and, and fuck you. <laughs> you know? I'm so happy we don't have kids. Katie. Now, during this whole coronavirus, there's so many memes that was like, you don't understand what it's like to have quarantine and kids. And I was like, I think I fucking, fucking do that. Yeah, but you know, I don't have children. You know what? Yeah, the quarantine makes it worse. But th- this fight was brewing ever since two years ago. I saw the fucking... Bitch, fat mom squad of the PTA walk out with boxes of fucking supplies. Then a woman who I'm friends with, who's a mother of another kid in my son's class, you know, they give you two options. They either give you a list of the supplies that you can go out and, and try to find, or how convenient they sell a supply box. They just want your money. It was, that's all that matters. It was, that, it was all the excess shit people bought. Like you could tell. You know, like you could tell it was the notebooks from Staples. It was the folders from Target. That's why you asked everybody for eight fucking notebooks. Not because the kids are going to use them, but because you got to put them in a fucking box and fucking resell them at the end of the year. Fuck you. I'm not funding you for that shit. Is it a private school, JCD? No, it's a public school. I I mean, at least you're not paying them for your kid to go there. And then. You know what, though? It's not the fucking point. Okay. Because, I mean, listen, I'm in I'm in a good area. Okay, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I'm in a good area. My whole four blocks around has six houses total around. Okay? The school's a really good school. Fuck you. Don't steal shit. Okay? And then play it off like, you know, you're trying to con fucking people. Oh, here's our, our specific PS4 supply box. No, fuck you. It's fucking, you know, little Angelo's fucking notebook. It's Gisela's fucking pencil pack. It's my son's fucking folders. Like I said, my, I wrote his name on everything. I got a fucking text message. Oh, Mr. Demicelli, you can't put his name on anything. Please don't do that going forward. I didn't understand that at first. Now I do. You're fucking going to sell his shit. <laughs> I think you just uncovered uncovered a big school scam there. Maybe you should uh, report it to your uh, local media. They don't like me. I'll give you a perfect example. Last year, we did trunk or treat, right? Where you decorate the car and the little kids come, whatever this, that, and the other thing for a theme. I had to pay to do it, and I had to donate two bags of candy. You know what these fuckers had the balls to fucking tell me? What? When 
You showed up to take my son to see some of the other cars. Oh, he doesn't have a bracelet. We're, you didn't pay for his ticket. Fuck you, we're doing a car. Oh no, you have to buy him a fucking bracelet separate. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Trunk and Treat was on a Friday, Monday morning. I was right there. What the fuck? Oh, hi, Daniel's dad. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so fuck school. Um, so last time we had you on, you started your own show. It finally, I think it premiered the week after we had you on. Uh, new show yes. you're taking a classic with uh, JCD. Uh, yes. So if you could explain to our listeners, what is the show and how did you come up with it? Okay. So the show is, it's called Kicking a Classic with JCD, like you said, and it's about Older shows. Um, I mean, it's easy now, especially with the internet, obviously social media. You know, if there's drama going on behind the scenes at a show, you know about it instantly. But what I, what I did, especially for season one, was I took a lot of older shows that went as far back as 30 years. I mean, I did Survivor Series 1990. Um, I did WC- Katie and I were born that year. I graduated fucking grammar school that year. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, you know, I did uh, WCW Great American Bash 91. I did, um, uh, what you call it, Survivor Series 92. WCW sold out 2001. Uh, 2001. I'm sorry, 2000. Um, and I did WrestleMania 11 because I, I wanted to take these shows that had some story and backstage drama to them that doesn't that obviously didn't spread the way it would today and also take a show that appears to be one way, but when you hear, you know, what went on, you know, I mean, I'll give you a perfect example. WCW sold out 2001. That show was completely advertised as A and ended up being freaking R. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about changes, galore, drama, all that stuff. So, you know, trying to bring that stuff to light, um, and also, it's something that, yeah, I obviously could talk about today's product, this and that, but I feel like, and yeah, you know what? Fuck it, we'll play it. We'll play with it. As the old man of PWP, which I probably am, I pro- I remember a lot of this stuff. Okay, granted, maybe I was 13, 14, 15, 17, but I remember a lot of this stuff as it happened. And I remember, you know, not having the internet and how news still got out there. And I just felt like conveying those stories and telling those stories i hope would be something that would interest people i think we did pretty good for our first season we did six episodes i think we did okay we're at about 160 listens right now you know and i'm thankful for each and every one of those listens and i figured it's a different concept everybody could sit there oh roar is this smackdown's that nxt is this AEW's that New Japan, whatever. But do you really hear somebody talking about, oh, man, you know, let me tell you about that SummerSlam 92 show, man. Let me tell you what went on with some of that. that that's not as clear as it, as it seems. And I feel like there's not really any of that out there. So that was what I, why I decided to go. I decided to go something completely different. Um, you know, and I, like I said, I hope, I hope it was enjoyable. I, I really do. We're, we're, I'm coming back for season two. October 3rd. I'm going big for episode one. Um, 
which I've actually found some interesting stuff out. What is it? We're in season one with Cody Rhodes, what went wrong the entire WWE run. Wow. Hang on. Was it hard? Was it hard for you to do that episode? Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not touching anything from from the minute after he left the company. So I am cutting this episode off as of May 2016. I'm not touching Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact, obviously AEW. I'm not touching that, Cody. What I'm about all? What about All In? You gonna touch that one? You not fucking listen? Like what the <laughs> fuck? It would be funny if, like, to end your episode, you should start to go off about All In, and then the mic just cuts out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do an episode based on All In. Fuck it. There, there's some story there. I mean, you know. But that's what we're going big. We're we're gonna start with Cody for, for season two. I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna do some talent. Um, like I believe season uh, episode three of season two will be Muhammad Hassan. And oh. man, what what could have should have been man like and he just the screwed. the I bad don't know who that is dealt. Um, bad. No, I don't know who that is. Oh. Uh, there's there's a lot. Basically, WWE created like a terrorist uh, gimmick. Oh fuck! Basically, but he wasn't. Oh man, it's like at first he wasn't, and then they like and then, turned like, him into extreme them out a little more. Yeah. Basically, fell victim to bad timing. Yeah. Because, long story short, I don't want to give everything away yet, obviously, but. There was, I think it was the, a bombing, right? Or a plane got hijacked? It was a train bombing in the UK, like I a see. week prior to when, like, he was supposed to get his, like, monster push. Yeah, but also, so keep in mind, that's the UK. WWE, which used to tape SmackDown three days in advance, taped this angle that had him attack Undertaker with, like, five guys in all, like, terrorist masks. Yeah. And like you and like lost their shit. They're like, no, you gotta, you can't do this. You gotta get this guy off the air. It was a shame, but you know, because the guy was he was scheduled to challenge for the for the title, and there was some talk maybe he was gonna win it and have a run. I mean, it really caused them to change a lot of things up in 05. Yeah, and basically, Undertaker kills him off TV. So, what year yep. was this all happening? In 2005. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Yeah, it's kind of like, why would you do a terrorist character post 9-11? Uh, pre-9-11, I get it, because the world was not the same. Just a different it time. Expected. It wasn't as, like, obvious. Like, you knew what it meant, but, like, it wasn't, like, as, as in your face as it was. And then it was like, it just took this turn. And then, obviously, no one had no way of knowing, because you, feel, you taped something on a Tuesday... I believe the bombing happened on Thursday. It was a Wednesday when the bombing, it was literally the day after the tapings. Yeah. So, and it was like this thing aired and it was like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, fuck, you right. know, uh, another wow. episode doing, um, Lex Luger, WWF champion, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> um, you know, some circumstances with that, um, there's actually pictures and video of Luger with the title. 
Yeah, didn't you share? Wasn't there like a video of him, like like a test like run from like a house show with the title too? Yes. Yes, and they used to tape. They would just tape like a month or two in advance. It didn't matter if there was a pay per view. They would just tape around it. And I think the last segment of that house show was Luger coming out with the title. So weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff. Let me, let me, hang on. Let me pull my list up here. Let me, so, let me, here, let while, me, while you pull up your list, uh, I asked Stout if he had anything to say to you. Yeah. And Stout, he said, creative has nothing for him. AKA, I have nothing for him. And then ask why WWE can't afford their electric bill since their power keeps going off. And then ask if if WWE is going to get more props from a Halloween spirit store for when they have to brain from when they have a brain the brain match. And he said, and last but not least, go fuck yourself, love Jim. <laughs> uh, at least my kids can shit in a toilet bowl fine. <laughs> okay, so here's season two. I got it. So we're going to kick off with, like I said, Cody Rhodes, what happened. Then this will be a good one too. Money in the Bank 2011. Uh, Muhammad Hassan. WrestleMania 13. That's another show that for a while advertised A and we ended up with B. Um, Owen Hart from Bret Hart's side. Okay. New Blood Rising 2000. Lex Luger, WWF champion. And then we're ending it with Survivor Series 1997. All right. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited for the season. Seems like you're going in a little more on like the more controversial side of yes. this one. Yes. Yeah. This season's going to be a little more, you know, a little more, hmm, okay. You know, and then I've, I've got a plan for season three already, you know, probably after the holidays. But let me get through season two and how that's received. And hopefully, you know, people enjoy it. I, I know you listen to a few episodes. I listen to them um, all. You know, thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, and like I said, I, I feel like it's really something that's more in my wheelhouse. And I, I seem to be getting that from a few people that, you know, this is this is your thing, you know, and this is where, you know, you really excel at. This is what you should be doing. So, I mean, I, I, mean, I did a pop-up episode of Unpopular with Toph like three weeks ago just because I realized no one was home in my house. So I was like, <laughs> let's go. But I, I think this is going to be, for now, where more of my focus is. I have the Twitter. I have the Facebook page. I'm lining up my YouTube. I might even make shirts. I, I, I got to see how this thing goes, you know. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I hope people enjoy it. I hope people like it. You know, it's just you know, slap that logo on a black t-shirt. I'd buy one. I like the logos dope. Yeah. And it was really simple to make too. I kind of did it in like five minutes, you know? Right. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah. I mean, you are perfect for this type of show because you do such a great job of explaining like every detail into like, I don't know how I'm just had a brain fart just now, oh, just fuck. stroking out here. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But you do such a great job of explaining everything and you know so much about the old stuff that like a lot of people might not know about like the WCW shows. I learned so much from, cause I was, I never watched WCW. So especially the sold out episode, I think I messaged you after that one. I'm like, Holy it, shit. Oh, that's sold out. Let me tell you that's sold out. I don't even know if I did that show justice for how bad that show was a mess and everything that came out of it. Like, like I have a friend. I don't, I, yeah, I did mention this on the show. 
he was out there at CNN, at the CNN center for an interview, not with WCW, um, for CNN, for CNN. And, but because, for Turner, but because everything was all tied into each other, they canceled this interview. They're like, yeah, we can't talk to you today. There's some meetings going on and, and some, you know, you, you got to come back. And then he called, I called him, you know, just be like, oh, dude, that was your interview. He's like, no, they canceled on me. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, you're in Atlanta, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, Russo just got fired. And they're making Kevin Sullivan Booker. And, you know, everyone's freaking out. And, right, you know, it was so, crazy. So when Benoit won at the end of yeah. that, was that his second world championship with WCW? Or was that his only one? That was his only one. Wow, I thought he was a like world champion for a lot longer over there. No, no. Because he debuted on Raw. What a few weeks later. Two weeks later, they debuted. Jesus. Yeah, that's why that was another thing I didn't understand. Why they wouldn't give them non competes? Like they, they were free to go. Right. They were free to go like immediately, like you know. And I, I heard it. It just took. It was a matter of they, you know. Um, Saturn was talking to Pritchard about the four of them. And I think they, you know, once it, once they were able to get out, it was quick. And I think they took physicals, they signed their deals. And yeah, they were on that raw that Monday. It's, you know, I, I want to say it was the second show after the rumble 2000. My, it was either the second or third show. I know it was still in January. So yeah, it was totally in January. I remember it was that. shows after the rumble, which, was just crazy that you know wow you know and they 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 were trying they were trying they they thought giving benoit the title would be enough i mean i played that interview with benoit in oakland and arn anderson i mean arn anderson was doing everything to try to kiss his ass yeah make him feel like he was a part of the company and i mean benoit if you really think about like benoit doesn't really mentioned the company by name in that promo. Like he talks about being world champion. He talks, he puts over Sid, you know, he addresses on, but you know, he never says, I'm so happy to be WCW world champion. Like right. there's, you just tell. And, you know, it was just, it was, it was, it was so nuts. Like, you know, even the stuff with, with Jared and, you know, Hart and Goldberg and, and, you know, Kid been getting involved, and you know, I mean, it, it was also Conan and Douglas that tried to get out with those guys. And Pritchard told Saturn straight out, We don't want those two. So, you know, those guys were kind of, I think those guys kind of assumed they were all going to get out together. And Pritchard, I, from what I remember, Pritchard pretty much told Saturn, I'll take you four, and that's it. And if it's got to be the six of you, this isn't happening. And Saturn told Pritchard straight out, no, it's just us four. But just so you know, these other guys are going to try to call you and say we're all together. So, I mean, this was calculated. I mean, and I just don't understand why, you know, okay, they weren't going to work for WCW, but why wouldn't you put any type of no compete? You put like a 90-second no compete on them. Like, that was it. Like, just don't show up tomorrow on Raw and – that was it. It was crazy. Were their contracts just up, or were they, or did they get released? I, I want to say they got released early. They, all their contracts were coming up, okay. but they weren't up at that show. 
And yeah, why wouldn't they put up no compete? Yeah, at least at least until the contracts were up. Right. You know, might have been March, might have been April. Don't let them work WrestleMania. Find out what WrestleMania was and put whatever it would have been. You know, a, a sixty-eight day non-compete clause, so they would have to show at best could show up the day after WrestleMania. It's right. like, what the hell, man? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, when do you? Uh, when will the second season be out, JCD? October third. October third. I'm I'm working on the Cody episode now. I'm not done with it, but I figured because you know what the good thing about this is too, I can do it in parts. Right. Like it's hard. I've had the kids home since March. You know. And it's just, it's a lot, but you know what? It's a hard to commit an hour, hour and a half, two hours, or even 45 minutes with nothing going on. But now it's like, okay, the kids are asleep. Let me put in 18 minutes. Cause I'll admit it. You can hear the cuts in the episode. I'll be the first to admit it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's easier for me to do it that way. And now that I have a schedule, I know, okay, I need to drop this episode by this date. Let me get this done. So now I can start on that episode, which is on, you know, for that date, you know, and, and that's what it is. And, you know, I, I've got some, some stuff in on Cody already. You know, I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm, I'm still in, I'm still in the early part of his run. Um, you know, but I, I think the Cody episode will be, will be okay. You know, um, I've, I've uncovered a lot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and some of it is not fair at all. Um, to WWE. Somehow I ended up, I ended up in his impact run, <laughs> which I'm not covering, but somehow I ended up into it. And I found something that said like the Bennett's blame him and Brandy for their, for their push dying out. What? Cause they felt, you know what? I don't know if I believe it, but if you, I went back and watched the booking. After they did that short little program with Cody and Brandy, they were done. They yeah. were done. But I don't, I don't see Mike Bennett as that guy. I don't. I, I, I don't see that. I mean, you know, I remember when Cody made the list after he got shortly after he got released. Bennett was on the list, so you knew this guy wanted to work with you. Right. So, like, what, you know, you know, it's not his fault if your push died out after that feud. That's not his fault. That's TNA creative. Right. You know, I, I you know, I, I don't see it, but then it's like you go back and that's what happened. Then I got into a rabbit hole of impact stuff and I was like, shit, you know what? They never recovered from that. But that's not. You know, and Cody had that short run. Dude, you know, you can't blame Cody for that. I mean, listen, Cody goes to – I don't even know who was running impact. That, I can't I believe you're defending was, Cody right now. I can be fair. <laughs> I can be fair. Um, I, I want to say – I don't think it was Dixie. I think Dixie was gone. So it's like – you know, Cody's coming to you saying, listen, I'd like to work with, you know, we'd like to do a program with the Bennett's, you know, but honestly, I'm probably only going to be here for like three months. You know, that's on you to sit there and say, okay, well, we've had Mike and Maria for a year and a half. Now we have them for another, I don't know, year, whatever, you know, 
we should protect them. And not Cody, you know what? You we'll bring you in for some dates, but we're not going to give you the Bennett's. You know, that's not Cody's fault. I, I, that's creative. That, that is. That's 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 TNA creative. And you know, I mean, I, I've not not that I've read that Bennett has heat with Cody about it, but I've heard like they kind of point to that as the end of their run and impact. And if you look at the booking, it does hold some credence to it. But I don't think like I would hope not. I mean, the Bennett's have pulled some batshit crazy stuff in the last year, you know, so who knows with them, but I don't think they would turn around and be like, fuck you, Cody. This is your fault. Right. You know, I, I, I don't, you can't, and, and even if that was what they wanted to do, you can't do that. You can't. Right. Um, how do you feel about uh, NXT finally getting a win over AEW last night? <laughs> that was an evil laugh. Cause the AEW wasn't on last night. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, and I know I'm going to be in the minority here. I don't blame NXT for not loading up last night. Why would you? Why would you blow your load with no competition? Just like in September, I saw NXT's getting, um, I think, preempted on the second. Yep. If I'm AEW, you don't need to load up. Why? No, you You've don't. You've got the night. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to. I saw a lot of people complaining last night. Besides about the other thing they were complaining about, that, oh, you know, NXT should have been stronger tonight. Why? Why would I blow my load against nothing? Why? I wouldn't. Or you're just going to be like Johnny Gargano almost breaking your fucking neck on the phone. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God. That was scary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was was bad. Keep slamming. Dropped him like on his head. Like oh, the guy, the other, who was the other wrestler that did that? What do you mean? Who was the wrestler that did that to Gargano last night? Oh, Ridge Holland. Is that who it was? Yeah, Ridge Holland. I mean, know who that is. <laughs> that they just brought him over from NXT UK. Oh, yeah, I know who he is. Okay. I they're really, they're, supposedly, they're really big on him. They're really big on him. Um, what's crazy is the fact that after they stopped, Gargano was able to finish the match. Mm-hmm. Gargano was able to walk to the back and then Gargano came out for that segment at the end. Right. Like, thank, like, wow. Like, <laughs> that could you know, have been a broken neck. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way his, mean, they showed in slow motion, the way his body bends to the side like after his neck i'm just like oh my god it reminded me of when it happened to sabu i think he was wrestling benoit Benoit. w match yep sabu just landed straight down god gross you know what it reminded me of because i was there and i had the i don't want to say the right angle for it because it was so fucked up but i did that show no i was at the show where draws got hurt Oh, my God. Were you really? That was the SmackDown taping at Nassau Coliseum. Oh. Yep. That still gives me, like, the chills every time I think about that. Dude, I, dude, it was the minute it happened, everybody stopped. Everybody stopped. So, I mean, the crowd just stood up in silence. There was no, like, 10 seconds of, hey, what's, it was instant. 
the minute he dropped him, it it was like, no, this is this is bad. Something's not right here. It's wrong. Holy shit. Like so it was bad. Did you get a good view of it? Yeah. Oh god. He just he he slipped. He he it's one of those things where you, you know when you think you have something and all of a sudden it you don't? Right. Uh, that's what it was. That's literally what it was. God, D- I can't imagine what it felt like to be D'Lo after that, too. Like, oh. yeah, that was that was bad. <laughs> I mean, aside from Owen Hart, obviously, and that was just a freak accident. That's probably the draws injury is probably the worst injury in wrestling history. What happened? His- he had him up for D'Lo Brown had draws up. He was attempting. He had like this sit-down power bomb D'Lo would do. And he got him upside down, and he dropped them. Oh. So yeah. for a power bomb, it's yeah. just laying on your back. Yeah. Well, his head went under his back. What? You know that minute, like, where you're straight up, almost like the Styles Clash? Yeah. Dropped them right down. But was he out of wrestling after that? Yeah, he's paralyzed. He's yeah, paralyzed? he's paralyzed. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's in one of those wheelchairs where you got to, like, I think, like, you use, like, the breathing tube with it. Like, God. yeah. Yeah. Hasn't he gotten like a little better though over time? Like, not much though. I think he can move his like his hands, but that's it. Right. That's it. Yeah. You know, that's scary. Yeah, that was. Because that was like, holy shit! And there was like another forty minutes of that show to go, and it was just like, right. Wow. And again, you're talking '99. You're not that's exactly right. talking instant social media, so you had no clue what was going on. You were waiting for someone. You know, to pop up on AOL, you know, and send you a newsletter saying, you know, oh, we've got new, you know. Right. And that's crazy. And that's only a few months after Owen Hart, too. So. Yeah. God, yeah, dude. it was. Yeah, it was. What was that? That was, I want to say that was October 99. I, I really want to say October. The draws one? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I want to say, yeah, because it was a SmackDown taping, wasn't it? Yes. So, so yeah. it would have had to have been October, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, Triple H was champion. So, yeah, it would have, yeah, it would have had to have been the fall. Yep. Yep, definitely. So, yeah, that was, that was, that was crazy. Uh, that was, oof. Oh. That was, that was rough. Yeah. Um, that was rough. But, yeah, Gargano, thank God, you know, and that, that was crazy. So. How do you feel about uh, Velveteen Dream being back? I'm giving you episodes right now, by the way. Draws, Owen, Velveteen. Well, Velveteen's new, though. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not touching Velveteen. Well, um, well yeah, well, yeah you're, you're not touching him. He's too old. Yeah. That's so gross. <laughs> here's, yeah, here's the problem. I... There's obviously something there. Okay? Mm-hmm. There is obviously, there's obviously something there. There's, there's audio, there's email, whatever, text messages, DMs, whatever you want to call them. But here's the problem. Why won't anybody fucking press charges against this guy? And I think, unfortunately, this is what WWE is sticking to. Right. Is that you know what? There was no police report filed. Right. Like, 
And then there also you have fans okay. who are like comparing it to Enzo Mori, but at the same time with Enzo, it was more of a final straw type thing. With yeah, him. I said that. I I said that. That yeah, yeah, I said that to somebody on Twitter. I said the Enzo thing was totally different because a, it was a final. It was exactly like you said. It was a final straw, and b the problem was, they found out about it. I want to say from like the Arizona Police Department, which right. the whole thing was. If he would have went to them. And said, hey, listen, you know, I got this situation going on. I just want to make you guys aware of it. It still might have been a last straw because of how much heat he had on him at the time. Right. But you're still finding out. It was like he tried to keep it too hush hush. Right. That's why it's different. You know, the problem with Dream is, and I said this to Chris, while you could, you, me, can hear these things and read these things we can read between the lines of what it means i i think that's a fair statement to me the problem is though he could always turn around and say i just asked the kid what school they went to for conversation purposes it's a shitty excuse it's a shitty justification but the problem is unless you're going to really press people for it. Dream, unfortunately, can hang his hat on that. Right. You know, that's the problem. Like, you've got, what is it, three accusers? How come not one of them wants to press charges against them or file police? Maybe they're getting paid off or something. Maybe it's like a Michael Jackson situation. WWE won't pay them off. If, if, I'm not saying WWE is. From what I heard. Someone else is. From what I heard heard and what i think i think the stance is if charges get pressed he's done right but unless charges don't get if charges don't get pressed they might not be able to do anything to him for it that's the problem right because it's just you know at this point it's yeah it's like one of those things where you me and a blind man could know what's going on but because of the way he worded it he can kind of duck behind the – that's not what I meant. Right. All I meant was, hey, listen, you got a great physique. I'll help you out. You know, I'm going to take care of you one day as far as working out goes and, and exercising. Right. You know that's not what he meant, but unfortunately he can he can hide behind that. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, too, with everything that's going on today, heaven forbid WWE fires – a black guy without any real cause. I, I hate to say that, but that's another thing they got to worry about. Because, you know, half these people that would complain that want Dream fired, and I saw that Fire Velveteen Dream hashtag, let's be honest, half of them are so fucking phony and fake, they'd be the first one saying, Dream only got fired because he's black. <laughs> let's, And I'm not trying to go down that road, full, but let's be honest. That's where this would go. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it would because it's it has to do with child. I don't know, Katie. People like, are fucking – listen, people's, people's my, my mentalities right now – and I'm not trying to start this, but people's mentalities right now, you can't – you don't know. You don't know where people are going to go. Right. Common sense has gone out the window a long time ago. Right. It would totally right? be a vicious circle. Yeah. I think it, it's a no win for WWE. Now – you can control how you present them. 
okay? And, and I kind of saw the Ballard thing coming even before it was dreamed as his opponent. I was like, there's no way Thatcher's not going to – because Thatcher did one of those segments where he was tapping guys out the – I think it was last week. And low-key, you don't notice it, the guy he's tapping out, has a Balor shirt on. I was like, it's going to be Thatcher Balor. I'd fucking take over. Mm -hmm. So you knew Finn wasn't winning. You know, I think you can control, I think you can control how you present them. And I, I think turning them heel was the right move to do. I, I think, you know what? Yeah, you, you couldn't keep them as a face and no. expect people to fucking clamor all over them. Um, I think not giving him a microphone for a while will be a smart move. Right. Um, you know, you, you got to control that stuff. That's what it is. Like, it's one thing to sit there and, you know, be like, oh, my God, whatever, this and that. But sometimes you got to take a little bit of a further step back and look at everything from the big picture. You know, and I didn't mean to get overly – but, you know, it's just – there's, there, there'll be a cut of people that will go down that road if they would have just released them randomly on like a on a on a Tuesday, just because, right? You know, and I, I I think it's a case where, and I'm not trying to justify WWE bringing them back or make Bell dream out to be a victim. I really think in some aspects WWE is handcuffed here, as far as what they can do. Like I said, I think if charges get pressed. It's a different animal because then now you, you know straight out we've got something solid. Right. You know, but until that happens, I, I, you know, you, you just got to hope at this point you turn them heel, let them get his ass kicked every fucking week. That's it. You know, just let guys just kick his ass. Whatever feud he's in, let him get fucking murdered. And you know what? Maybe he turns around and says, fuck this. I'm going to quit. <laughs> you know? Right. That's it. He's, he, he won't, you'll, you won't see him anywhere ever again. You've got nothing to worry about as far as him getting signed anywhere, probably. But if you released him without cause, he could turn around and play a victim card and show up somewhere else. Yeah, that, that is true. Uh, you know, it sucks. I, I, hope, I hope that presses just get charged and then it, it's easy after that. Charges get pressed, you fucking moron. <laughs> what did I say? Presses get charged. Presses get charged. I do that all the fucking time with my words. Fucking idiot. I am. <laughs> I'm dyslexic with my words. You're not articulate at all. You're not fucking articulate. Do you understand Fuck that? you, bitch. Yes, I am. <laughs> what was it? Last week on Offended, she goes, she's like, Stoutsy, I hate you. I'd rather have it just be me and Stoutsy on the I show. I did and I'm say like, that. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh god my brain and my mouth are not connected sometimes like like i really do hope you guys would consider coming to new york one you know maybe you know at some point but i i don't want to be infected with that stupidity <laughs> oh my fucking god i'm gonna come hey, in you know, and beat your ass jcd i'll throw you in my pool and fucking watch you drown no she'll pop out of somebody else <laughs> that's right yeah my pool of reincarnation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real Jesus. quick. Well, a couple more things here I want to ask you uh, before we get in the – I want before we hear your predictions for TakeOver. Uh, yeah. What's your thoughts on the Thunderdome? 
I like it. I like I'm it. intrigued. I want to see it. But I don't like the fact – I saw the preview for it right before we got on. I don't like the fact that you get, like, four different – you get four different screens so close to each other. That's hokey. I, I, do they not connect, like, all the way around? No, they do. But the problem is you see, like, the same face in, like, five different spots. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I, I Come on. You well, know, at least spread – at least spread it out, you know. Did you but see the terms I, listen, and conditions? Listen, I I give them credit for trying. You know yeah. what? You know the only thing is I don't understand. Unless Vince, I don't know. I, I I don't get it. Why would you agree to no fans until October thirtieth? Right. That you know I don't know, and I from what I understand, I don't think that that clause in the agreement is changeable. Like let's say we hit like September fifteenth. And Florida's down to like a 0.07% infection rate. Okay, Vince, you could have people in there. I, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know unless, you know, maybe they're trying to figure out how to do it. You know, with fans. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. But I, listen, That's- I think it's cool. It's different. You know. This has been my thing ever since it started. You got to give everybody credit for trying to just make something out of shit. And everybody who is putting out a product right now, that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, let's, let's not, you know, I mean, listen, you know, you want to talk about the quality of it. That's a different animal. But I'm not going to sit here and be as judgmental on everything the way I would have been back in January before, you know, obviously things happen. You know, I'm... Um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I want to see how, what it looks like tomorrow night. I want to see what it looks like for SummerSlam. I don't know if I like and it. Then, I'm looking at it right now. I don't know if I like it. I wish it was more like – it should just be like a like a giant Titantron all the way around. Fuck the fans. Fuck the fan thing. Just make it like cool fucking graphics all the way around. Make it different and unique. I don't know. That's what I would do. I don't know. I don't know. That, how no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with them doing something, but I just don't understand why they're, why they locked into no fans until the end of October. I, that's what I don't understand. Right. You know, okay. You don't want to do no fans. You don't want to do fans tomorrow. Okay. You don't know what the next eight, nine weeks are going to bring. Did and you- granted it protects them. If things go really bad, Hey, listen, we got no fans to worry about, you know, but I'm just surprised Vince didn't leave that open. Unless he's got some sort of deal. What? With the fucking tweet of the fucking year right now. What? <laughs> he put WWE Thunderdome in a nutshell. It's the picture from uh, the second Matrix when he's talking to the uh, the creator. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, um, real quick, how do you feel about fans being back at AEW? You know how I feel about this. I have no issue with it. I have no issue with it as far as them doing it. My problem is how they're doing it. You look at those seatings. Okay, so the, t- the first two tiers are not for sale. Okay, so you're keeping your talent safe. That's, that's great. That's fantastic. The problem is when you look at the seats that are for sale – 
they're really clustered together. Like you've got rows that have six seats available. That's because you can bring a family of six, but if you buy. Yeah, but you know what, Todd? What about, okay, I get that. You got, you got two parents and four kids. Okay, fine. That's fine for the group that's buying all six tickets. But what happens? You and me are buying two tickets. Now here comes this one and that one who are buying two tickets. No, I've had, Jeff I've, just bought a ticket. Now you got six people sitting in a row together. You don't know who the fuck anyone is. No, I've heard that if you buy two tickets, that row is gone no matter what. Is that is that what they're doing? Because the yeah. way the tickets were presented, the way it was presented today, that's not how it was explained. Right. I'm pretty sure that that's how they're doing it. That if you buy two tickets in a row of like six, then that row is just gone. And then they move like another, they try to find another spot. They where open they up four seats somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. If they do that, that, okay, that's different. That was not out there today. And you know straight out, we were all in that group chat today. You know this is exactly what I was saying this morning. Right. So, um, you know, as long as they – if that's going to be the case, then that's fine. I was more concerned about the cluster of seats together. And then also, too, what's going to happen when – and listen, it's going to be someone tests positive. And I'm not saying they're going to test positive from being at Dynamite. Someone's going to test positive, and they're going to ask, okay, where have you been? Well, I've been to work. I was at Costco. I was at Darby's, you know, for, for Dynamite. What happens then? You know? I think, that's, I think that's kind of what the world is. Like, this is our new normal, and there's going to be those things. And it, I, I can be pretty sure that AEW, since they've been so careful with their wrestlers – this entire time that they're going to be really, really strict with like the masks and social distancing for their fans. So I, I yeah, think that how, there's definitely a possibility yeah, like, that's going to happen. No, I, and I'm not saying, I'm not, I, I, I agree. It's not like Tony's going to let people in and it's going to be open mouth people everywhere. But how do you contact Trace? I mean, you just, I, I think that's what we're going to be navigating as everything starts opening. But this, is, but this is what everything needs to have in place. I feel, I feel this way about everything. Mm -hmm. And I know you, you could hit me with, well, hey, listen, John, it's no different where if you go, went to Costco yesterday and three people in Costco tested positive, there's no way you're going to find out. You're 1,000% you're right. Right. But the difference is, and I'm going to be careful how I say this because, yes, I understand my membership, but I'm not paying to buy a ticket to go to Costco. Oh, I, to I totally get it. I, I work for a personal injury attorney, so I feel like I know there's going to be so many. I, it's just a whole new personal injury claim. And I don't and know now, if what happens applicable when, or what. I have no idea. Hang on. And also the flip side of it is what happens when that person who went to Dynamite a week ago all of a sudden tests positive, can't figure out anywhere else where they were where they never tested positive, but went to Dynamite. And again, this isn't saying they get it at Dynamite but is automatically going to assume, oh, I must have gotten it at Dynamite. Right. No, Dynamite, I mean, Dynamite, big big ticket uh, sale anywhere is going to be, um, I guess, held liable. Or maybe you sign that's a waiver, what, but waivers in Missouri don't mean shit. So I, I don't know. You know, that's the whole thing. Like, I hope they're thinking past just A, and I hope they're thinking down to A, B, B, C, and D. If the C thing is true, like Todd said, that wasn't out there earlier today, that's great. 
then you know what? Whatever seats get bought in that row, that's it. The row closes out. No, we lost you. Uh-oh. What oh. happened? All right, okay. You're back. Yeah. Um, no, what I was saying was if like what you said, which wasn't out there earlier today is true, where if you buy two seats in row, whatever, the rest of the seats close up, we move the seats to another row, that's fine. But it's, again, it's, are they thinking about A, B, C, D, E, or are they just thinking about like A and a half? Like, oh, we got to get fans in just because we have to. You got to, you know, now's not the time to get crazy because the one thing that got shown when they had that small group last week in, in that arena was they were really clustered together. Yeah. They did a screenshot. And I know, oh, it's Russell's family, it's friends, so odds are you know who's who. Yeah, that's fine. You could still – get it you gotta avoid those clusters and then again what happens if someone turns around and says i must have gotten it there you don't know that but what's going to happen they're going to be the ones that are going to get the finger pointed at them or what happens when yeah i was sitting in a, in a section and there was probably 20 of us spread out but i just tested positive what happens you know i hope they've thought that far down the line I'm sure they have. I think what I think this is, I think this is a test for the Jacksonville Jaguars because, you know, the NFL wants fans there. Yeah. Problem is you're doing it in the wrong fucking state right now. I mean, even though there's a lot of errors in Florida, their cases are still high. They are. Like, you know, Cuomo would never let them do it here, but New York is probably the best place to do it right now. We're on the one – we're like at a zero-point – Seven three infection rate. That's because you guys. And I think a legit New York City was zero zero point two four yesterday. But you know, but Cuomo and the Blasio would never let them do it. But that would be, you know, you need a state like that where the numbers are really compressed, not Florida, where, like I said, I mean, I know there's a lot of errors going around, like that place that supposedly had 98% positive. It was, oh, no, we read it wrong. It was 9.8%. But still, 9.8% is a big fucking number. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, that's my only thing. Like, that's my only thing. And I, I you know, it is what it is. I mean. Are, are you, know. you just jealous that AEW did it first before WWE? No, I'm not. You know, if they, as long as they can do it right, I don't care. <laughs> you know? Uh, but like we said today, Vince is totally like motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'll tell you right now, though, if this goes to shit, Vince will be the first one laughing his ass off. Right. You know, that's right. why this is a, this is a little bit of a gamble. Fa- it's it's a big move. Don't get me wrong, but you got to be fair. It is a little bit of a gamble. It is totally is. You know, because all it takes is one bad scene. And that's it, you know. I mean, I like the fact that so far they're only advertising next Thursday. Yeah. It's not like they turned around and said, you know, Thursday the 27th, and then the 2nd, the 9th, the 16th, the 23rd, and the 30th of September. Well, our show, in, our show in October here in St. Louis still hasn't been canceled or postponed yet. Really? Yeah. As of right now, I just got an email the other day from Ticketmaster saying the show is still on. Where are you guys? What do you mean? 
where are you guys with like your cases and your infection oh, we're rate? Shit. We're shit right we're, now. We're going, we're going back up again. We never went down. We never like dropped. We've just been here. <laughs> yeah, we've just been kind of stagnant, honestly. Okay, where where are you as far as what you have going on? What what Every, is open? Everything's what open. Are you able to do? Everything's open and masks are um, required, except that it's not being enforced. So you go to schnooks and like 90% of people are wearing masks and then there's an asshole you see every once in a while not wearing one. And then the people who are wearing masks, you got the Hoosiers who have their nose hanging out. So it's kind of a, a gamble. And then we had our, our bars are still open, but now they have a curfew of like which nine makes, or something. No, we have a curfew until 11 o'clock, which makes no fucking sense. It can stay open all day long, but it closes at 11. That makes no sense to me. Like, yeah. like I don't know. Our state, the, da- the damage is done. I mean, right, listen. exactly. Either close it I, or don't close it. Don't. Get- I don't know what you guys get to see as far as you know what's going on out here, but the problem is Cuomo and the Blasio tit for tat each other. Cuomo says gyms can open Monday on the twenty fourth. The Blasio comes out and says gyms aren't opening in the city until at least September second. You know, it's like, but the, you know, there's no, you know, there's lawsuits coming by restaurants about the dining restrictions. I think the malls are about to fucking sue the fucking state. It's like, we've got everything compressed, but you don't want to let anyone do anything. Like, you know, to even see what would, you know, it's, yeah, I don't don't know. Right. You know, let's get to November 5th and then we'll see what happens. Exactly. All right, yeah. last thing with you, JCD. NXT TakeOver yes. is this weekend. Uh, yes. Six matches, uh, one pre-show match, which the pre-show match is going to be fucking awesome. Um, that triple threat yeah. tag team match. Uh, just real quick, uh, I just want to hear your predictions. Who you got in that triple threat tag team match between um, Brizongo, Oni Larkin, and Danny Burge? And how do you pronounce this team name? Legato. El Fantasmo. That's how. I, I want to go with Orkin and Orkin and Birch because I feel like they've been teasing that for a little bit. Right. And but then it's like they'll lose a number one contender match. And it's like, wait, what? Like, I, you know? Yeah, I'm gonna go with them. I'm I want go Brizango with them. to win. I really want Brizango to win. Yeah, but they just got a shot against Imperium. That's the problem. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did a couple of weeks ago. It's oh, yeah, like they're not winning then. Yeah. You know. I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Imperium's weird without Walter. It is. It, they totally yeah. are. They totally need I'll, Walter. They need that. Listen, I, I'll, I'll loan them my son. I don't care. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know. Um, you know? Next, we got Balor versus Timothy Th- uh, Thatcher. What do you got? I want to say Balor. But I could see Thatcher somehow. He's not going to tap Balor, but I could see Thatcher somehow reversing something and, like, rolling Finn up and, and mm-hmm. beating him. Dude, I think uh, – when's Balor's contract's up? Do you He's know not going it? anywhere. I think he might, man. Supposedly this is all his call. He wanted to go and he wanted to work with these guys. He wanted to put guys over. This is all Balor's call. This has been addressed, apparently. And apparently this is what he wants to do. I just want to see. You know what it is too? 
He's part of that original class of hunters, the one that had Owen, Zane, Neville, right. Atami, and him. You could he argue that's knows, the major reason why NXT is so big. Yeah, he probably knows that, hey, listen, Hunter, I'll do this for you for like six months, but then you got to pay me off after. Right. You know, and, and Hunter's probably the type of guy to be like, all right, yeah, no problem. Like, you know, go, go make a couple of guys for me, and then, you know, I'll, I'll put you in a title feud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. I could totally see that. Um, let's go uh, ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Bronson Reed, which I can't believe he's in this match. Uh, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, and Velveteen Dream. We got. You mean we're not all taking Dream? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Damian Priest. I'd be okay with that. I yeah, wouldn't be I'm surprised go if Gargano gets it. Gargano gets it again, though. Honestly. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to – I don't know. I mean, yeah, the the fact that you got, you know, three guys that kind of came out of nowhere and then two guys who's like, all right, well, it makes sense that they're in there. Right. I, I really – I liked it when this was heading towards – it was going to be all guys who you didn't expect to win those triple threat matches in that match. I, You know, I, I kind of was digging that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go Priest. I, I could see Gargano. I feel like that turn needs something as well, so maybe that could be it. But I, I'm, I'm going to stick. I'm going to go Priest. I, I, I could see that. He'd be, he'd, be a, he'd, he'd have a cool run with it, you know? Yeah, definitely. He totally would. Um, what was his name in uh, Ring of Honor? What was it Punishment, Punishment Martinez? Martinez. Punishment yeah. Martinez. That's it. He had a great match with, uh, I think, Leo Rush at – it may have been at – was it at the uh... – no, no, never mind. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of a different venue because Leo Rush was already signed by WWE when they had that super card at Madison Square Garden, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking of a different venue then. But anyway, he yeah. had a match with Leo Rush on Ring of Honor. That was awesome. I highly recommend checking that out. Um, next, let's go Io Shirai uh, for the NXT Women's Championship. Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai. There's no way Shirai's dropping the belt this quickly, is she? I don't think so. Yeah, I think this. I'm is going good. to Io. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know who, but it's not Kai. Right. You almost have to think it may be like a diff, a new signee, almost like somebody they're going to push. Maybe even Scarlet. You got to get it to somebody so you can get it to Shotzi. That's what you got to do. Right. That's what you got to do. Shotzi, you want your next big breakout female star for NXT? It's Shotzi. It totally Say is. what you will about Rhea. Say what you will about, you know, EO and Knox. But it is – I'm sorry. It's Shotzi, hands down. They fumbled uh, Rhea pretty hard, in my opinion. I think, the, I think the whole Visa thing fucked her up. Right. You know, I think the whole Visa thing – like, I have no problem with her feuding with Martinez. You know, that, that makes sense. You know, you bring in Martinez, you know, she's a big, bad powerhouse bitch. You got to bring someone in to, you know, you got to have someone for her to, for her to feud with. I just think that dropping the belt to Charlotte and then like that month or so that she was gone and the fact that there's no crowd, like you don't get to, the problem, what hurt Rhea too is when people have to go away for a while for whatever the reason is, and then they come back. You use that reaction to judge, like, you know, did people really miss them? And the problem is with this all going on, 
you had no way to judge what was what you know what was up with you know did people really miss Rhea you know did they not notice she was gone you had no way of knowing they're safe booking her in the sense that she's still somebody that if you needed an opponent for EO post takeover you've got it right you know Mm -hmm. you can go right back to that right um next is the match i'm looking forward to the most let's go let's go pat mcafee versus adam cole baby i want pat mcafee to win so bad i love pat i've been a fan of pat for so long and it's so awesome to finally see him actually get a match he's been training and wrestling for like five years now triple h said it triple h like wait you guys are not ready for what you're gonna see out of him yeah that Pat's an athlete, man. And yeah. I don't know if you ever saw his like football games when he would make, he made a big oh, hit yeah. one time and did the razor Ramon, like hit the chest yeah. out and everything. I, I don't know how you book it. I'm fucking stoked for it, but I don't know how you book it. Honestly, really- I think the match should be like, Pat gives it, gives it his all and Adam Cole still beats him and Adam Cole like shakes his hand afterwards. That's uh, I, how though, Pat see that would work if Pat didn't talk shit Cole the whole time. If Pat wasn't the heel in this, I would go with you on that. Right. The problem is Pat's kind of the heel in this. Yeah. Pat's well, Pat's just being Pat. That's what's hilarious. Yeah. But he's, if you really think about it, he is technically the heel here. Right. <sighs> So I don't know if Cole would give him his hand right after he beats him, you know, because he still shit talked Cole. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. Part, I'm gonna be honest with you. You're gonna think I'm crazy. Part of me thinks Undisputed Era is gonna turn on Cole. Yeah. Well, he, Cole needs something else because if he's not going up to the main roster, because the problem's gonna be, the problem's gonna be, what's the payoff match for Cole? Out of Fish, Kyle, and Roddy, you might see uh, you might see Roderick Strong take over as the new leader because Triple H has come out and said recently that Undisputed Era is going to be like the new Bullet Club, where that faction is just always going to be an NXT like thing. Hmm. Okay, I could see I something like he, that. I didn't know he said that. Yeah, all right, but then you got to build up Roddy somehow. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. build up Rowdy Roddy for a while. And give him, you know, really make him, hmm. Yeah, I, I think I, Cole's going to win. I, I can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go with Cole. Right. I, 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 but I'm not, I'm not there as far as like 100% like, yeah, it is. But I'm going to go with Cole, but. I just can't I, wait for Pat to surprise people this weekend. That's what I can't oh, wait Oh, yeah, for. I know. I can't either. I can't. I can't wait for that. But, you know, because I've seen a lot of people shitting and complaining about it. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the same people that I know, like, love Pat after this. Right. It's like the motherfucker training at Rip Rogers. Like, he's gotten some good training under him. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's not like, you know, he just, you know, whatever. I mean, he's – and he's been building towards – and then, like, you get people, again, like <sighs> – I, like Toph, whatever. Oh, there's no story to this, dude. If you've been watching years, exactly. If you've been watching takeovers for the last like two years, this has quietly been brewing. He's 
this this goes back to like three years ago when yeah. the Undisputed Era was finally like kind of picking up a little bit, and they had a house show in Indianapolis. Pat McAfee screws over Adam McCole at a house show there, and that's where yeah. it all starts from. It's it's been it's got legs to it. Yeah. I'm sorry you don't watch the fucking pre-show or you don't, you know, whatever you, you know. But it's it's been there. Yeah, it, it's totally been is. there. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cole, but I'm not loving it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right. What about you? I'm going Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole, because like we haven't seen like a wrestler beat it like a so I'm doing air quotes a celebrity like in how many years now if ever I know know. this could be the one I feel like yeah um and finally main event NXT Championship Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross NXT Championship um do you did you see uh, WWE spoiled the ending. What? Yeah, but they could they could turn around and change that. I always thought this one was gonna have a non-finish. Yeah. Um, and especially after the leak, quote unquote, I'm gonna stick with that. I really think I, that also could have been done to be like, look over here, and don't worry about what what's going on over there. Right. Um, you know, because that's the one thing more you that's the one thing more or less you get with NXT, good, bad, or indifferent. You always get a straight finish. I think this could be the one where they finally break away from that. Right. And just, I think this is going for a while. If it's going to be, if it's going to be like that, this can't be the main event then. That'll piss off so many people if that's, if they're going with a schmaz ending like that. Well, the problem is what do you main event then? Do you main event Cole McAfee then? I would, I would. Yeah. That has so many, that has so much buzz surrounding that match right now. That is, Adam Cole, Pat McAfee has so much buzz outside of the wrestling. You know what? Almost you yeah, I would, I would main event Cole McAfee because if Cole wins, you get your show ending with Cole on top. Mm-hmm. And if something happens and they turn, you get that cliffhanger like, right. oh, my God, you know, like what I the have, fuck? Like I have so many friends who are barstool guys who are stoolies who just want to watch this pay-per-view for Pat McAfee. Like, that's how – Pat McAfee's bringing in the Barstool, then. like, group right now. So That's your main event then. Yeah. That's got to be – yeah. When you put it like that, that's your main event. Yeah. That's it. That's your main event. Let Lee and Cross kill each other to a non-finish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because you got – that's got to give you legs. That's got to get you through at least the end of the year. Yeah. You know, I can't see – Cross just winning Saturday, and then maybe they do a rematch on regular NXT, and then, all right, who's challenging Cross next? I can't see that happening. I think it's going to – I think you, this is going to be a case where you're going to need some finality, and it's going to be something crazy. I, I would use it since you're not going to get war games this year, obviously. You can't do war games at the Performance Center. No. I would, I would end it. Bring Hell in a Cell to NXT. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I like that. Um, and when, whenever you're going to end it, end it with um, Cross and Lee inside Hell in a Cell. I like That's that. what I would do. That's, I like that. Um, and I, I, I just realized I wanted to ask you one more thing. Is Tommaso Ciampa the leader of Retribution? I'm starting to think yes. That'd be dope. Even though he said that he doesn't – he never wants to leave NXT. So – yeah, but he, no, he said he could never do a main roster schedule. 
there ain't going to be a main roster schedule anytime soon. True. This, is a, this becomes a different animal. Yep. This becomes a different animal. He is one. Um, as much as he loves NXT, he is one I could totally see maybe making that jump to AEW just because of how light that schedule is. If just in case, I'm saying if like something went like awry in NXT or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now that schedule is once a week and one Saturday every every two months. That's right. basically what the, the schedule is now. Um, yeah. You know, if something went south, I could see that. You know, but I, I, I don't think that tweet from a couple of weeks ago, I think a lot of this stuff is now, I think it's based for this. Because even Dijokovic was tweeting some stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. And I heard Dijokovic is supposed to be part of it. I heard Chelsea Green is going to be part of it. And I... I I don't know who else, but I've heard the fact that they're using different types of guys mm-hmm. is meant to throw you off. Right. You know? Yeah, they're all not the same. I'm pretty sure Carmella was, like, one of the people dressed up a couple weeks ago. With the purple hair? No, not with the purple hair. It was, like, oh. it was a week before that, actually. She just looks like Carmella, like, in the ring. Like, the way her body movements did. Yeah. Because yeah, the, like, the think purple what... hair was the one that got beat up, like, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, and I think um, Joaquin, uh, the guy with El Fantasma, one of them was the guy under the mask who was yelling in the camera the first week, they yeah. said. Yeah, oh, um, it totally was. What do they call him? Joaquin Xavier or something? Joaquin Wild. Yeah, something like that, yeah. They said he was the guy who yelled into the camera on that first SmackDown. Okay. And I think, realistically, screw it, I'll – I'll jump 24 hours. I think they're going to fuck Orton Drew up. That's how they're going to justify doing payback the following week. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to, like, run wild during the main event, lay out both guys. That's how SummerSlam is going to go off the air. And what you call it? Um, That will be them like, well, we got to finish Orton Drew. So we're coming back to pay-per-view next Sunday with payback. I, I really think that's how they're going to do it. Right. Right. Well, anyway, John, always a pleasure. Where can we, find you, on, where can we find you on Twitter and Kicking a Classic on Twitter? And all, Believe and all. it or not, my Twitter has survived <laughs> everything going on right now. I give it three more months. Yeah, I feel like you just jinxed it. Yep. Uh, I probably did. NYC1219 for me, and the show is at KITCWJCD. All right, all right. And yeah. yeah, all you have to do yeah. is, I mean, just watch Nia Jax punch the flimsy plexiglass again just to piss you off. That was so oh. dumb. That was the dumbest thing. you know thing. what? I kind of like the idea of Nia Shayna in um, Royal Underground. I'm not going to lie. Like, Yeah, so Shayna can kill her. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like the fact that, you know, Marina showed up and Jasmine. Yeah. I like that, man. I, you know, real quick, if you got a minute, yeah. What do you think of Raw Underground? It's all right. Uh, I thought the second week it was kind of a letdown. Is this? I don't know. I just don't see it lasting. I don't know. Well, now there's the rumors that Shane might take over creative for Raw. Mm. I don't know if you saw that today. 
I did see that. You could tell like they're trying to transition into a more edgy product again, but like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the underground, I just don't care for the underground. It's the, it's the camera movements. The camera movements need to fucking chill on the zooms and the cuts. Like, yeah, that's Kevin Dunn. That shit's never going to change. I know. It drives me fucking crazy. I think that's why I like AEW so much because it doesn't do all that. And my eyes can like just relax while I'm watching the show. You know what I wish they would go back to? SmackDown 2016. Right after the draft, when they first started with SmackDown Live. They had that cool, like, aerial camera. Yeah. That shit was fucking awesome, man. Apparently, that got in the way of the fans, though. That's why they stopped doing it. Fans were bitching. What's that? Like, the crane was getting in front of the uh, the fans, so the fans were, like, hated it. Uh, eh. It's always something. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, John, always a pleasure. Yeah, this was fun, man. You know, this this was fun. It was a good time, you know. And uh, yeah, it always is, you know. You know, let's you know, let's try to do something before the end of the year. Definitely, we definitely will. You know, you know, um, you know I didn't have my kids with me tonight, so they didn't shit talk you. You know, <laughs> um, like they did last time. You know, let's. It'll be a miracle if I don't burn the school down by some point. I'm excited to hear an update on how that goes. We should maybe do like a, you should record something for us and send it to us. Like the up school situation update from JCD. And just oh, God. five Gosh, minutes. You don't, you don't understand. You don't understand. I'm telling you. It's not even because I'm just being all JCD-ish. It's like, am I the only one? with fucking sanity right now like you know what it is real quick real quick i'll give you a quick thing on you know what it is it's these fucking moms out here in Staten Island that oh little giada's gotta go to school because i gotta go to pilates or i gotta go to botox or i gotta sleep with the gardener like enough like no one gives a fuck <laughs> and then you got the fucking principal that's that fucking told one parent well that's why i'm the principal and you're not and i fucking heard that and i was like no, you're a fucking moron, you know, <laughs> but I got, part of me is like, I got to take it easy. Cause I don't want my kid ever fucking singled out because if you ever single out my fucking kid because of something I said or did, I will fucking murder. I am a lot of things. I am fucking really protective of my kids. I don't care. I That's don't a give a fuck. And you know what? I ever find out, you know, dad, you know, the principal said something to me today. I'm not stupid. I know I know what's what. Like, you ever fucking take the fact that you and I don't get along out on my kids, I will fucking murder you right where you stand. I will. I don't give a fuck. You know? As you should be. I don't give a fuck. I get mocked sometimes by some parents. Oh, you know, you're a dad. You don't get it. Fuck you. I do get it. You know? Right. I do. That's the trade-off, you know? Five years ago when I got hurt, this was the trade-off deal with it i'm here i'm not going anywhere fuck them up fuck them up jcd that's right that's right you know what's gonna happen boy this is gonna make your head explode sooner or later i'm gonna have to introduce the school to the jcd family <laughs> Ooh, me? Now, they're gonna have track suits <laughs> we're gonna have bad neck tattoos <laughs> I'm going to give my dad like a laminated piece of paper to hold. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, kinda, I guess there are more of you that you, you came from somewhere. So I you know, can't even imagine that. That's it. I'm going to 
I'm bald, but I'll dye my hair blonde. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Fuck it. You know, I'll get my fucking brother-in-law to paint half his face red and black. <laughs> you know? Shit, man. This is going to be, I'm telling you, this next month or so, if, you, if I don't fucking end up, you know, whatever, you know, kicked out of fucking parent-teacher conferences, it's going to be... It's going to be a fucking miracle, man. It really is. Dude, that joke, what you just said, went right over my head. I totally got it now. Which one? Uh, you said you're the nightmare family. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get it either. So just now. It totally went over my head. <laughs> yeah, matching track suits. Bad neck. I just thought someone had a bad neck tattoo in your family. So, saying he's going to become well, I got it. I got he it. He secretly loves Cody. I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm finding out some stuff. <laughs> By the way. If she fucking wins the tournament Saturday, watch out. I, I'm I'm done. <laughs> she probably will. Dude, that was a fucking waste. That, that should not, she did not need this. You know, for the for the crap that that division gets. All jokes aside, the last thing you needed to do was do a tag team tournament that she fucking wins. Right. I'm I'm sorry. It's not. You know, uh, you just hate because it's not. You, sh- you should have used this to showcase somebody. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But we'll see what happens. But awesome. Tell shitty pants. You know? Family plans going to wait another week? What'd you say? Tell shitty pants, you know, I'm sure his family plans going to wait another week. Yep, I will tell him. I'll give him shit. You know? You know? It just seems convenient every time I come on the last... Six months. Oh, Stoutsy's not on. He was supposed to come on, but this came up, or that came up, or just that came out his ass. Or that, uh, uh, just keep calling him out on Twitter. Just keep, just you keep pulling a John Cena when acts like he's the Rock to get him to come back. <laughs> oh, I saw Jay today. Saw what? I saw Jay today. Jake. Jay. Oh, Jay. Oh, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw Triple H today. Oh, Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saw Triple H today. Getting uh, AEW toys. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, smart though. He is. Smart, you know. Hey, that brandy one's impossible to find. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Supposedly that's like it's like one per case. Oh, that's yeah. Dumb. Yeah, but you know what it's going to do? It's going to drive the value of it through the roof. Right. It's like it's like the old variants. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember like the McFarland sports figures? Yeah. And every now and then, like, there'd be one in like a different version of the uniform. Yeah, yeah. Same thing, one per case. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I gotta find. I gotta find my Richter. I have a Richter variant. That's pretty <laughs> nice. No, the regular Richter was in the blue jersey. But for some reason, the variant in the white jersey, fucking awesome. I got to find it. <laughs> Good luck finding um, that. All right. Well, you guys, you guys be well. <laughs> you know. Katie, thank you for sitting down and shutting up. I appreciate it. Not that stressful tonight. How do you know I was here the whole time? Hey, listen, I don't give a fuck where you were. You just, you <laughs> just weren't annoying me. I don't give a fuck. But, yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I'll quietly... There's one more parent video conference before school is supposed to start. Maybe I'll quietly video that, and you can just see what I'm dealing with. <laughs> Live stream it. Yeah, right? All right I can't do that. I'll get in trouble, but. 
Yeah, I'll take a video of it and send it to you. And just like, how many times I'm like, what? No. <laughs> That's what it is. But something's I was like, what? No. <laughs> you know, God damn it. <laughs> you know. Fucking. So, all right, guys. Take it easy. I'll talk to you. Right. We'll see you, John. Thanks for Bye. coming on. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about, from movies to TV to music to sports to gaming to anything, really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there and I'll catch you on the next topic. Alright, thank you JCD for coming on the show again, kicking a classic JCD. Second season comes out October 3rd, wherever you get your podcast. Go check out season one out now. Alright, um, AEW Dynamite uh, will be airing this Saturday night uh, at 5 o'clock or immediately following the NBA playoffs. Um, see if Brody Lee takes the title from Cody, maybe the TNT Championship. That's on there. Um, uh, Orange Cassidy's first ever in-ring interview will be Saturday. That'll the be good. finals to the uh, women's tag team tournament is this Saturday as well. It's going to be a good show. I'm excited for it. Um, that being said, Blues need to wake the fuck up. Blues need to wake the fuck up. This is Friday. Um, so it's game six day by the time this episode comes out. And if you're listening to this on Saturday, Sunday, or Monday then fuck the series. If you listen to this on Monday, the series is over because Game 7 would be on a Sunday if we made it. Playoff Todd is not happy after Game 5. He was not no. happy. Um, no. Crab Blues ass to, all night. Blues need to play a full 60 minutes of hockey. Let's go, boys. Let's go get it done. Let's get it done. Let's keep moving this train forward. Let's go, Blues. All right. Let's hit him with that one, two, three finish and get the fuck out of here and listen to the killer's dying breed song. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh... Um, here in the Midwest, uh, we are like almost there for fall. I'm so fucking excited. Fall is my fucking favorite. We got a first taste of fall weather the last couple days. Um, can't wait for that pumpkin spice shit. All the sweaters. So yeah, that's my one. Two is a uh, big brother on CBS came out. Um, they have a solid cast. It's all, uh, former players and they picked actually like, good fucking former players and so i think everybody has kind of a <clears throat> fighting chance there's going to be a lot less <laughs> showmances because everybody's married and has babies or is like seriously dating someone so there's not going to be that showman's bullshit mm-hmm. which is it it catches your attention and i like it but i like that they're going a new way this year right. so it'll be fucking i kind of wish a uh oh, i'm blanking on the name fuck jurassic 
Express. Yeah, Luchasaurus. I wish Luchasaurus made an appearance. That'd yeah, be right. really fucking funny. He hated it. I don't think he would ever go back. No, he had a really bad experience. Mm-hmm. He dated a girl who was a twin, and they kept switching the twins out <laughs> every, like, three days. Yeah, he was like... <laughs> well, his talk is Jericho. He was like, it fucked with them, like, mentally, because it's like you're locked in this house for so long. He's like, when you get out of the house, you kind of forget how to interact with, like, other people, like, for a little bit. It might not be bad so in quarantine. I feel like this was mm-hmm. the perfect show for quarantine, so... right. I'm definitely fucking excited, though. If you haven't given Big Brother a shot, try it out. There's not really a whole bunch of other stuff to watch still. Mm. Um, and three, Black Lives Matter. Arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. So, yep. All right. Uh, my number one, uh, let's go Blues. Come on, boys. Come on, boys. You can do it. You came back from down 0-2 in the series. Don't come back for nothing. Let's go. Let's go. We got this. We're going in the next round, I believe. Uh, number two, the Space Jam jerseys are fucking dope, and I don't care what anybody else says. Eat a dick. I don't care what anybody says. Eat a dick. The Space Jam jerseys are dope. And number three, uh, when you go to the lake, stay safe. Uh, don't get into a boat that's overcrowded with people. Otherwise, the boat could flip over and you could die. Uh, that's a nice little PSA. The more you know from me. Dumbass. It's not, hey, we didn't know that the fucking guy would... Long story short, we got into a boat this past weekend at the lake, and boat almost flipped over. But if it wasn't for myself, my buddy Curdy, uh, I like to think of us as heroes, as we definitely saved everybody's life on that boat. Uh, although, if we weren't on that boat, I don't know what would have happened. But uh, I think the boat was about to flip over, and we grabbed the throttle and pulled the throttle down, so the boat went nice and slow on the way back home. But you hear these horror stories sometimes about people dying at the lake, and you're like, "How that could never happen to me?" Then it almost happened to me. So just be safe when you go to the lake. Make sure you don't do stupid decisions like that. All right. Yeah. Nice little PSA. <laughs> the more you know. All right. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Offended Pod. Uh, make sure you go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick Ten Forty Two. You can follow KK Naked Lady on Twitter at Naked Lady with Two Y's. Uh, wherever you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you can search us. You can find us by searching Offended, and if we don't come up that way, search Offended with anything but credible. We'll come right up with them. Um, make sure you subscribe, follow, give us a five-star rating. Tell your friends, your family, your dogs, cats, tell everybody in the world, your neighborhood, the universe, the planet. All right, let's go. And... Uh, make sure you go check out our players exclusively on Spotify at Defender Presents Songs of the Week. Hockey Talk should be back next week with Stoutsy. And on top of that, we should have the deep dives of the YouTube episode released. I've actually had a couple people now ask me where's the deep dives at because they like that episode so much. It's actually one of our most downloaded episodes in the last like few months. Really? Yeah, since the Grant Fear episode. So. All right. No, the deep dives will be out, and it will be in uh, podcast format too. So if you don't want to just watch it on youtube or facebook we will put it out in a podcast format on all of our podcast stuff and make sure to go check out anything but credible net or anything but credible network at anything but com. we can find us offended anything but credible podcast in the going off topic podcast and blog you find us all there podcast mo go check it all out all right for KDK Naked Lady, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by PW... Ooh, not by PWP Nation. Whoa! It's because we had JCD on. Whoa! It's because we had JCD on, that's why. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the podcast that you'd... Uh, it's because we had JCD on, because he's from PWP Nation. And a special thank you to JCD again for kicking the classic JCD. Thank you for coming on the show. For 
Katie K, Naked Lady, I'm Chick. Let's do this again. This has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. We will see you guys next week. It's going to be a jam-packed episode next week. Possibly a two-episode, maybe three episodes drops next week. Oh, so, fuck. So we'll find out. And here, in its entirety, is The Killer's Dying Breed off their new album, Imploding the Mirage. Make sure to go check out the album. It's fantastic. The song is phenomenal. Possibly a song of the year candidate. Um, hmm. Yep. Dying Breed by The Killers and It's Tiry. Here you go. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, bitches. Back kicking, we'll know what we're made.